The Almighty Alpha wins back his rejected mate. Download the Mobo Reader app to read the novel, The Almighty Alpha wins back his rejected mate, full story online. Chapter 1, Father's Wedding Deborah's POV, I stood in a corner, looking at the grand wedding in front of me, the crowd coming and going. However, instead of feeling festive, my heart was full of unwillingness and grievance. Today was my father's second wedding, and the Silver Ridge Pack was holding a grand wedding ceremony for him since he was the Alpha. Although this wasn't his first marriage, my father still attached great importance to it. He made sure that the wedding venue was decorated lavishly, and I overheard some people saying that it was even more beautiful than that of his wedding with my mother. My father had also invited many alphas here, which showed how much he loved and respected his new bride. But what he failed to realize was that today was also the death anniversary of my mother. The wedding progressed smoothly, and everyone looked so happy. My mother's grave, on the other hand, was desolate and lonesome, without anyone there to visit her. I didn't want to be at this stupid wedding. I just wanted to accompany my mother now. Deborah, where are you going? A sharp female voice sounded from not far away, interrupting my conversation with Vicky Todd, my maid. I turned to look in the direction of the voice and saw my stepmother, Marley Clarkson, and her servant walking to us. Marley was much younger than my father. In fact, she was only four years older than me. She was the daughter of the Alpha of the Frosty River Pack and exceedingly beautiful. Marley's white wedding dress billowed in the breeze. Her wavy blonde hair framed her face perfectly. She looked as pretty as a porcelain doll. Not wanting to talk to her, I turned my head away. Are you planning to miss an occasion as important as this and embarrass your father's Luna? Marley demanded. Of course not. Vicky hurriedly stepped in to mediate. Deborah's tired and wants to have a rest, that's all. Is that so? Marley narrowed her eyes at me and suddenly cracked a smile. Good. I want to talk to you about something. Why? I asked, staring at her vigilantly. I never got along with Marley, but for the sake of my father's happiness, I tried to stay out of her way as much as possible. And Marley never came to me on her own accord. Now, she wanted to speak with me. My intuition told me that something bad was about to happen. Relax. Marley's grin widened. I just want to borrow the necklace you're wearing. It'll go perfectly with my wedding dress. Sorry, but no. I refused without hesitation. This was my mother's. The necklace I was wearing was the only thing my mother had left me, and I treasured it dearly. It was my only connection to my mother. Whenever I was wearing it, 
I felt that my mother was close and had never left me. Of course, I would never lend it to anyone, let alone my stepmother. Marley seemed to read my mind. She softened her tone and said gently, Why are you so cold to me? It's our first day together as a family. If Marley treated me as a family like she claimed, she wouldn't have tried to take away my mother's last belonging. Sorry, but I can't lend it to you. I narrowed my eyes at her coldly. Then don't blame me. I need that necklace. Marley's gentle smile was instantly replaced by a sneer. She then signaled to her servants. The two servants immediately sprang into action. One grabbed my left arm, while the other grabbed my right. They forced me to kneel, my knees hitting the ground hard. Wincing in pain, I raised my head and saw Marley standing before me. Her beautiful face was tainted with mockery. She stretched out her slender hand and yanked the necklace off my neck. The next second, the clasp came undone and the necklace was taken away from me. What the hell are you doing? I never thought this woman would be so shameless. Marley, give me back my necklace. Even Vicky was aghast. You can't do this. That necklace was given to Deborah by her mother. As she spoke, Vicky hurried forward to block Marley from leaving. One of the servants who were holding me kicked her away. Vicky stumbled and fell, her forehead slamming into the stone pillar. Blood trickled down from the wound, staining her pale face. Vicky was my mother's best friend. After my mother passed away, she stayed in the pack for my sake and remained single all her life. She practically raised me. How dare Marley hurt her like this? My wolf, Ivy, became restless. I, too, was driven mad with anger. Ivy growled in my mind, ripped them to shreds, Debra. But before I could do anything reckless, Vicky struggled to stand on her feet. Leaning on the stone pillar for support, she managed to cry out, Debra, don't do anything rash. I knew she was right. Because Marley was now married to my father, she was officially the Luna of our pack. If I laid a finger on her, my father and all the members of our pack would sense it immediately. As Vicky spoke, the blood trickled down from her eyebrow to her chin. Seeing her like this made my heart ache so much. I rushed over to help her. You, this necklace is so cheap. A playful smile appeared on Marley's face as she took a closer look at my mother's necklace. How could your mother leave you such a cheap thing? Pathetic. As she spoke, she fiddled with my necklace casually. Don't worry. I'll give it back to you. It's just a necklace. I'll have countless better necklaces now that I'm the Luna. Click. 
Marley threw my necklace to the ground as hard as she could. The chain instantly broke, and the gems clattered to the ground one by one. The only thing my mother had left to me was ruined. For a split second, I felt as though my heart was being squeezed by an invisible, oppressive force. Ears buzzing, I knelt down to pick up the stray gems in a daze. Suddenly, a sharp pain shot up from the back of my hand. Marley had stepped on my hand. She dug her high-heeled shoe into the back of my hand deeply. You are the daughter of a noble alpha. How dare you touch dirty trash? Let go, my dear stepdaughter. I slowly raised my head to look up at her, my eyes filled with hatred and anger. Fuck this bitch. Ivy was so angry that she wanted to rip Marley to shreds. Bitch, move your stinky foot away. Of course, Marley didn't budge. She had nothing to fear after all. She smiled at me scornfully and warned, Deborah, you'd better learn how to respect your new Luna. Just then, the wedding music started to play. Marley slowly removed her foot, straightened her dress, and walked away haughtily, followed by her servants. Ignoring the pain in my hand, I continued to pick up the stray gems on the ground. Now I understood why Marley wanted the necklace in the first place. It turned out she just wanted to send a message to me, loud and clear. Up until this point, Marley had only avoided me because she hadn't married my father yet and wasn't officially the Luna. Today was her wedding. Now that she had the power, she wanted to teach her rebellious stepdaughter a lesson. She wanted to show me who the pack's real matriarch was. Oh, you poor thing. Vicky sighed and helped me up. Don't worry. I'll fix the necklace. I promise it'll look exactly like it used to. Thanks, Vicky. I forced a smile at her, trying my best to swallow my sadness. The wedding of my father and Marley officially began. Under the dazzling lights, my father and Marley celebrated their love, whereas the werewolves celebrated and welcomed their new Luna. No one noticed me, the pitiful, disheveled she-wolf in the corner, and no one remembered my dead mother. Depressed and angry, I grabbed a whole bottle of wine and downed its contents in an effort to numb the pain. I wasn't good at holding my alcohol. It didn't take long before my vision started to blur and my mind began to whirl. But no matter how much I drank, I couldn't forget that fucking smile on Marley's face, which made me want to puke. I couldn't stand it. I needed to get out of here. Just as I turned around to leave, I inadvertently ran into the person standing behind me. Chapter 2, A Wonderful Night Deborah's POV, I raised my head and looked at the man in front of me in a trance. His blonde hair shone like sunshine in the winter, casting a warm and soothing glow that put people at ease. 
His handsome face seemed to have been chiseled by God himself, resembling an exquisite sculpture. For some reason, Ivy became restless. She longed to get close to this mysterious man. Honey, get closer to him, she shouted at me with unconcealed excitement. I was confused, but I ignored Ivy's urging because I noticed the red wine stain on the man's clothes. Oh, God, I'm so sorry. I apologized to him immediately and staggered to the table, trying to find some tissue to wipe it for him. Don't worry about it. The man waved his hand dismissively. The wedding is awful anyway. What? What makes you say that? The man's words and frank attitude instantly aroused my curiosity. Everyone was cheering for the happy couple, yet this man had the audacity to say that it was awful. Well, such harsh criticism was really surprising. Eduardo has bad taste, the man explained matter-of-factly. He looked at Marley, who was smiling brightly amidst the crowd. He took a sip of wine and continued, he picked the wrong woman. Marley won't be a good Luna. The roving spotlight briefly shone on the man, illuminating his sexy Adam's apple. As he swallowed the red wine, his Adam's apple bobbed, and I couldn't help but stare at his collarbone peeking from the collar of his shirt. My heart started to race, and I couldn't think straight. How do you know that? I stared at him, trying to gauge him. Did you ask her hand in marriage, but she said no? The man chuckled and glanced at me as though I was an idiot. How'd you manage to draw that conclusion? If I hadn't turned her down, she wouldn't have settled for Eduardo. If I said yes to her now, she'd drop everything and run away with me. This man had turned Marley down. Things were getting even more interesting. Winning him over was kind of like defeating Marley. Driven by the alcohol, I became bolder. I looked him up and down and wrinkled my nose in feigned scrutiny. Why? You're not that charming. With his ego on the line, he narrowed his eyes at me and whispered, Is that so? The next second, he pressed me against the wall with a glass of wine in one hand. Hmm. Time seemed to freeze at that moment. His kiss was aggressive yet tender, which made me go limp in his arms. He held my waist tightly and practically held me up. With him so close to me, his intoxicating scent overwhelmed me. Now I understood why Ivy was so restless. It was because this handsome stranger was intensely attractive. There was no doubt that he was my destined mate. I couldn't help but respond to the man's advances and subconsciously wrapped my arms around his neck. The man suddenly stopped kissing me. He seemed to be surprised by my ardent response. I didn't know if he felt the same way I did about him. 
But I didn't think too much about it because the bittersweet aftertaste of the kiss was making me dizzy and the friction between our bodies felt so good. I couldn't even remember when he took me back to the room. The room wasn't lit, but the moonlight streamed in from the French windows, illuminating his body on top of mine. Don't move. The man kissed me and moved down to my neck leaving a trail of hot kisses in his wake. With one hand, he undressed me and threw my coat to the floor. Since he was holding the wine glass in one hand, it was a little difficult for him to take off my purple lace bra. But he was in no rush. He kissed my cleavage unhurriedly. Hmm. I could feel an indescribable electric shock from where his lips touched my skin, making me very sensitive. My legs acted on their own, wrapping themselves around the man's slender waist instinctively. Inexplicable desire consumed every fiber of my being. Perhaps he could sense how much I wanted him, because he suddenly quickened his pace and took off my bra easily. The next second, Something cold dribbled onto my chest, making me scream in shock. Ah! He had poured the wine on my chest. My scream was soon silenced by his violent kiss. He pressed his lips against mine, sucking the air out of my lungs, and I could feel his hard cock pressed against my belly. Wait! The wine! Although it was all very exciting, the sticky feeling from the wine made me feel uncomfortable. I couldn't help but mumble, wipe it off first. Okay, babe, he whispered in my ear hoarsely. I'll do it for you now. Before I could understand what was happening, the man lowered his head and started licking the wine off my chest, making his way down to my belly. He rubbed my breast with one hand, and reached out to take off my skirt and underwear with the other. Without any scruples, he positioned his cock right in front of my private parts. Under the pale moonlight, I could see his cock. It was huge and intimidating. The man seemed to see the fear in my eyes because he suddenly asked, You're still a virgin? I didn't answer his question directly. Instead, I whispered in a hoarse voice, I'm a little scared. Don't be. The man smiled. Without warning, he slipped three fingers into my vagina, which made me gasp in shock. Then he grabbed his huge penis and said, You'll feel great, I promise. He parted my legs and positioned his hands under my buttocks. Before entering, he reached up and covered my eyes with one hand. Ah! A wave of pain shot up from my crotch area, I could feel that I bled a little. The man seemed to notice this too, but he didn't stop. On the contrary, he looked very excited. He uncovered my eyes and started thrusting into me violently like a wild beast. He was right. It did feel great. I arched my back to let him come inside further. 
The strange pleasure was driving me crazy. I didn't remember how long we did it. I only remember that we did it countless, on the sofa, in the bathtub, and on the table. We did it many times that he even started to take note of which postures I liked the most. Honey, let's do it the way you like it, he whispered in my ear while making love to me. I didn't hear him clearly, but I nodded out of instinct. Led by him, I felt like a small boat in the sea, being tossed by the huge waves. Download the Mobo Reader app to read the novel, The Almighty Alpha Wins Back His Rejected Mate, full story online.